It's the Hammer High School Sports Podcast on 101.7 The Hammer. I'm your host, Jared Jessalatis, being sponsored all thanks to The Athlete, your specialist in team equipment and uniforms since 1978, selling all the high school awards, jackets, and spirit wear. The Athlete also offers game balls, whether it's football, basketball, baseball, soccer, or volleyballs, all the official sizes for your game at The Athlete, 24-24 Teal Row. All right, uh, lots to get to. We had uh, girls basketball sectional draws back on Sunday. Nobody got a bye to get started, but uh, I brought in my buddy Dakota Simon for the Friday Night Frenzy to discuss that and uh, the closing weekends of boys' high school hoops. Uh, before we get into the boys' stuff, you know, they had the girls' sectional draw on Sunday, and uh, a couple things I noticed. One, nobody gets the benefit of the bye. But if anybody can really say they got a win in sectional seating, it's got to be Harrison, right? Because uh, they avoid Marion, they avoid Northwestern most importantly, so they don't have to see any of those guys until the uh, sectional final. And then every team they gotta they gotta play is like 500 or lower. So if anybody got a a win out of the sectional draw, it's Harrison, right? Yeah, it's a huge win for Rush McCauley's team. Obviously, they're having an outstanding season. In fact, I just went to their game at Benton Central uh, a few nights ago. And BC's number one in 3A, and, and Harrison completed the, the season sweep uh, of the Bison. So, obviously, they're having an incredible year, 20-plus wins. Uh, I believe just two losses this season. But, my goodness, Northwestern is a buzzsaw. Uh, you saw Northwestern beat Benton Central by 50 points this year, I believe. They beat Harrison by 40 or more points. Uh, this season, so like you said, you know, a sectional championship uh, rematch from from the regular season for Harrison and Northwestern. And, and the thing people forget about Northwestern uh, is technically a 3A school. They're just playing up in 4A because of their success. And like I said, they're an absolute buzzsaw. They have two uh, missed basketball candidates on their team, uh, Madison Layden and Kendall Bostic, who are going to Michigan State and Purdue, respectively. Uh, they're a really good team. Bro, so that's uh, not a that's not Harrison, a buzz, dude. That's not a buzz saw. That's like a Bond villain level weapon. That that's like Destro in GI Joe finally getting the weather dominator to work. That's that's the amount of domination that that team has right now. Exactly, and so as you mentioned for Harrison, that's great. You know that you get a sectional championship rematch, and you never know. Uh, you know, obviously we're just predicting that, but you never know what can happen in, in the tournament, especially when you get to that Saturday night game. So. Um, you know, for, for Harrison just to be able to hang in there. And they have a great team. Everyone knows they like to apply the pressure. They press all game long. That's what uh, Coach McCauley likes to do. And, and they have a lot of talent as well. So that'll be an interesting sectional uh, up there at the Berry Bowl at Logansport. Yeah, and then in the Twin Lakes sectional, I mean, West Lafayette gets themselves a good draw because they avoid that Benton Central team until the championship. Just got to get through, a what, a nine-win and an eight-win team to uh, make it. I mean, the only thing could have made it better was if they would have gotten that same spot that Western had that first round by, only had to do one game, and then you'd get to face Benton Central. So I, I feel like the area team should be pretty darn happy about the draws they got. Yeah, and the only one other one I can think of is, uh, you know, Central Catholic will be over at Sheridan in Class 2A, and they drew Clinton Prairie, and uh, Amy Anthrop's team is, is very good. I believe they're somewhere around uh, 17 or 18-2 and two yep. right now. Yep. Um, and and in Central Catholic, so they, they drew a, a tough one right out of the gates um, in the first round. But other than that, you know, West, as you mentioned, West Lafayette gets a pretty decent draw as well. So uh, that Class 2A sectional will, will shape up to be pretty interesting. Yeah, I, I love the storyline of that one, too. So 
Uh, let's shift over to uh, boys' games this weekend. What, uh, Harrison getting a, a Richmond team, this uh, Harrison squad, oh my goodness, uh, they continue to roll. I, I don't think there's uh, anybody in the uh, in the area that's having a better year combined boys and girls hoops than, than Harrison is. Uh, that should be another dub for them against Richmond. Yeah, and, and I went to their game um, geez, just a, a couple weekends ago at West Lafayette, and they were down, I, I believe, the entire regulation until – Jordan Walters hit the, the game-tying shot at the buzzer, and they went on, of course, to win in, in double overtime. But, my goodness, you know, Mark Reinhardt's team plays so well together. They may not have, you know, the most talented guys on their roster. Obviously, it, it goes through Jordan Walters there. Uh, he's just a freak athletically, and, and he can shoot the rock. He can do a lot of great things. But they play so well together on both ends of the floor. And they play tenacious defense, too, you know, and, and, and that's what is translating to wins right now. Obviously, their only two losses this season are to Lafayette and Jeff, and, and they played in some close games. You know, you're, you're 13-2. and two. I mean, you couldn't ask for, for a better start to a year, and, you know, we're coming down to the stretch now. But uh, they have a good shot to make some noise, and who knows? You play Jeff for a third time. We'll see where they get drawn in the sectional. They could win that game. You know, they, they've tested – uh, the Broncos quite a bit here uh, this early on in the season in the Hoops Classic and in a regular season matchup. Great defense, deep team, and here's the crazy part about them, Dakota, is they're missing a couple of guys off of ACL injuries too, aren't they? Because they're missing Marcelo Tizo still, and um, oh my God, I can't recall the other one. for. We just talked to Coach here uh, last week, but I mean, they're still missing a couple of guys that could be contributing to this team. Yeah, and and that's the thing that it just all goes back to that they kind of have that family culture there, and I always notice you know there's no selfish basketball, uh, you know, and, and they have some talented guys with Walters, they have DeAndre Alsup, um, you know, the Smiths, uh, those two guys can really shoot the rock. They have some guys that can really contribute, and the thing is, all the focus has has been on Lafayette, Jeff, rightly so. They have a, an incredible team. So it's allowed Harrison to kind of fly under the radar this year, and I think that's kind of what they want. I mean, that's what I would want if I was a head coach. Sure, you want your recognition, and they they are getting that now. But uh, they've been able to do what what they do, uh, kind of maybe in the shadow of Lafayette, Jeff. Mm-hmm. And honestly, I think that's been a positive for them. I think I think that's why. They, they play so well, they just go about their business, and they're winning basketball games. Now, Jeff will whoop up on Kokomo, a sectional opponent this weekend, I get that, but you want to talk about in, in the shadow, like like literally in the shadow of Jeff, and uh, they took him to the limit last week. you gotta be you got to start talking about Dave Barrett and the uh, Central Catholic Knights. 10-3 and three right now. They get Garen this weekend and uh, Benton Central. Uh, that's another tough team. We thought it was going to take a little bit for them to get all those football players into form and everything, but... Boy, they are on a heater as well. Uh, but this will be a tough one against Garen Catholic, who's 12-4 and four on the year. Yeah, uh, uh, you could never count Central Catholic out, right? Dave Barrett's been doing it for, for 15 years. His two sons are incredible basketball players, Clark mm-hmm. Carson. Uh, and then you add Nate Webb to the mix, Brenner Oliver, who's very good as well. They have a, a, a great supporting cast around Carson Barrett, who last year put up He's 13, 14, 15 triple doubles this year. He's kind of spreading it out a little more with the scoring, and uh, they're very good. Obviously, they hung right with Lafayette Jeff, and you're talking about a 1A versus uh, a powerhouse 4A team this year. So uh, I was thinking about this before I came on. 
don't be surprised if they made another deep run in the in the 1A tournament because, uh, first off, the experience from going to a semi-state a season ago, and, and then just the talent that they have. I can I can see them maybe make an appearance in Indianapolis when it's all said and done. Now, McCutcheon will probably get their uh, third win in a row here against Anderson. Uh, that game is tomorrow, and I know uh, they're starting to play a little bit better, and that's because you know Farrell's still coming off that injury, still kind of you know, maybe not 100%. Then you get the enigma in my mind is still West Lafayette. They're eight and seven. You know, they got Yanni Karloftis. They need a couple other, you know, people to kind of chip in. They played well since the middle of January here. Those two losses were overtime losses. One to Harrison, which we already talked about, very good team. Uh, the other one at Twin Lakes. Uh, they've got themselves a busy weekend with Culver Academy in Frankfurt. What do you make of Dave Wood's squad? Yeah. It- they are kind of one of those teams you look at who are generally very good. Shoot, they've won three straight sectionals. And they have the, the pieces, and they're still trying to put it together a little bit offensively. You know, uh, in, in years past, they've kind of had a floor general. This year, it's, it's Tyler Boyle who gets the offense started. And you mentioned Yanni Karloftis, who obviously is widely regarded as a football player, but he's so big and strong underneath. You know, he's put up games where he's had 20 points, 20 rebounds in a game this year. But I think offensively they've kind of struggled to put it together. I mean, they got pushed to the limit against North Montgomery uh, just two nights ago. So you kind of look at them, and I think they can put the pieces together, especially in their sectional, which is traditionally at uh, Case Arena, and I believe it is again this year. But, you know, for me, it's just you got to put put it together, I think, on the offensive end. And then getting stops down the stretch. When I watched their game, uh, I was shooting their game, actually, when they played Harrison. They couldn't quite get enough stops down the stretch in the fourth quarter on the defensive end. And I know they have that talent. Uh, Harrison Truitt's a very good player. Will Lasseter's 6'6", 6'7", and he can get some stops, and he can play inside and out on the offensive end. So if they are able to maybe get some stops in these games down the stretch um, and and then, you know, score the basketball, they're going to be fine. And if there's one coach – that you know you trust and believe in is Dave Wood. Twenty six seasons he's mm-hmm. been doing this for a long time. He knows his way around uh, area basketball and, and the teams that he's going to have to face um, in the sectionals. All right, thanks, Dakota. Make sure you catch him out on the uh, Friday Night Frenzy. Uh, they've always got all the highlights from all your local high school games. Uh, they do a great job, him and uh, Andy Pogar over there at WLFI. Uh, so I-, I got hit up here. Somebody wanted me to play basketball, and I haven't played basketball like forever. But uh, Coach Terry Peebles, Jerry Galma over at Harrison, uh, they're putting on a great fundraiser February the 10th. The Harlem Wizards are coming into town. I will not be getting dunked on. Sorry, I, I just can't do it. I don't even own high tops anymore. Uh, but this is really cool because they are uh, trying to raise funds for the uh, new weight room that's going to be going in. So uh, I had Coach Terry Peebles, the Harrison football coach, on to uh, talk about uh, the event and uh, exactly uh, what that money is going to be used for. You guys are working on a new weight room, right? So um, talk a little bit about what this new weight room is going to look like first. Yeah, it's a great project we got going on. We have a lot of construction out here at Harrison going on right now. We have a a brand-new wrestling room that's about to open, uh, a brand-new swimming pool. Uh, as well as a brand-new weight room. Uh, the, the weight room is going to be a, a 7,500-square-foot uh, facility, which, to put that in context, uh, a high school basketball court is about 4,800 square feet. So we're, we're basically it's the size of a basketball court plus a whole other half of a basketball court is, is how big it will be, uh, which should make it one of the biggest in the state of Indiana. Uh, what we're trying to do with, with our fundraising efforts, we're trying to 
make sure we equip that weight room with the most up-to-date equipment possible. Uh, it'll be a free weight facility, uh, less, less like a fitness center, more like a true uh, weight room. Uh, currently, we have about 700 kids that take uh, weights class during the course of the year. Uh, so in, in order to get all those kids through, we, we, we needed a bigger facility, and uh, TSC is going to provide that for us. So it, it's going to be a great benefit. Uh, most of our sports uh, have really bought into the weight room, our, you know, our basketball team, our wrestling uh, program, you know, baseball. All of their kids take weights class during the course of a year. In one semester, like I said, we have about 350 kids come through, and, and a vast majority of those kids will end up being varsity athletes for us. So, it's a it's a big deal, and we're very happy to to have it. But we uh, we we need a little fundraising help, which is why we're uh, bringing the Wizards to town here in in a couple weeks. That's right. You're going to be hooping it up against the uh, Harlem Wizards, and I, I'm sure this is a lot like a Globetrotters type experience. But you guys are actually fueling a team. There's no Washington General. You get to play the role of the Washington Generals in this thing, right? So uh, talk uh, exactly. But we, we we do have some local stars on that team. You know, we got Sam King playing and Dakota Simon and and Sheriff Goldsmith, so we'll, we'll, we'll see if we can give them a run for their money. And uh, I believe you got a couple of your coaches are uh, on, the, on the squad as well, right? We do, we do. Uh, Kyle Holderfield, who's one of our football coaches, is playing. Uh, Kyle Marlatt, who's a social studies teacher and a coach here, is also playing. Uh, it, it's a big team. We'll, we'll have a lot of guys out there. It'll be fun. I, I played the last time they came to town, but I, uh, I, I I retired after that game, so I'll be selling fifty fifty raffle tickets. All right, so let's talk about when uh, when is this event and how can folks purchase tickets. It is February tenth, which is a Monday, uh, which is coming up. Uh, the the best way to purchase tickets is to go to HarrisonAthletics.com. Uh, if you purchase in advance, tickets are two dollars uh, cheaper than they would be at the door. Uh, we also have reserved seating. We have courtside seating. So we have a number of different options uh, for people to come. But it, it's really designed for, you know, our elementary school kids and our middle school kids to come. Because in, in reality, they're the ones that are going to benefit from the weight room uh, in a few years once they, once they get to Harrison. So uh, last time they came, we, we were able to pack the house. Uh, hopefully we do that again. So I, I would encourage people to, to go online and buy tickets at harrisonathletics.com. Or if you happen to be close to the school, you can always stop by our athletic office and see Mrs. Newton and uh, and go ahead and purchase tickets right there and then. Uh, we're talking with uh, Coach Terry Peebles over at uh, Harrison High School on the Wings, Center Hammerhead Hotline. The Harlem Wizards coming into town February the 10th, and uh, they're going to be putting together a, uh, a crack team of uh, basketballers to take them on, and uh, you can pick up tickets. And trust me, you will uh, you will 100% enjoy that show with uh, some of your favorite local celebrities participating. I believe my boss is supposed to be participating. Shame is supposed to be participating as well. I think, as I heard too. Uh, I believe that. I believe that's true. <laughs> oh, jeez. Oh boy, this is going to be this is getting funner and funner by the second as we talk about this. As uh, they're trying to fundraise here uh, to help uh, supply this brand new weight facility that they are going to be putting together. And now you said what, we're talking about seven thousand square foot almost here for this uh, new one. How big is the current one that you guys have? Uh, the, the current one was was a little less than half of that. So we, we were at about thirty eight hundred square feet in the in the the last weight room we had. And honestly, that was a decent sized weight room in its own right. We were able to get about sixty four kids in there uh, lifting uh, with a partner at one time. With the new weight room and the new setup and the amount of stations we have, we'll be able to get 96 students in at one time. So our weights classes are, are, are going to grow quite a bit when we get to the new facility, which is good 
because unfortunately, because of the limited amount of space and, and the enormous amount of uh, athletes that we have here at Harrison, so some kids just can't get into class. We just don't have enough space. So uh, starting next year, we should have plenty of space for, for every person that wants to, to get into a weights class. Uh, they should be able to do that next year. See, the kids are getting soft now. What about the good old days when you were in a dank room, there was no ventilation, there's three squat <laughs> racks max, a couple of bench press, you know, there's a place to power clean, and some free weights. These kids have got too many amenities these days, Coach. They're getting soft on you. Well, I will tell you, you know, our old weight room did not have heating or, or they had heat, but they did not have air conditioning in the summer. So, you know, when the football guys were in there in the summer, it was a it was a sweat box. But the, the new facility will uh, have temperature control, so we'll, we'll be able to make it a little more comfortable. And some of the uh, some of the alums will have to talk about the good old days back when it was <laughs> 480 degrees in the uh, in the in the weight room back when they lifted and that sort of stuff. But that- no, it, it, it's an exciting time. That's what we're all good for, right? You always got to talk about the good old days. Now the kids uh, have it uh, too easy these days. So, uh, Absolutely. <laughs> talk about the importance, because you talk about varsity athletes, too, in, in taking these weights. You, you've been around uh, high school athletics for quite some time. So talk about the difference a, a, a facility like the one you guys are putting together. Uh, talk about what kind of a difference that makes in, in not just your uh, your football uh, players, but uh, for all athletes at that high school level. Yeah, it, basically, you know, if you don't have the space and if you don't have the right equipment, it, it's very difficult to train uh, varsity athletes at, at the high school level. I know a lot of a lot of gyms are, are put together, and they are more like fitness centers where there are treadmills in there and, and bicycle machines and, and a lot of you know weightlifting machines that, that don't necessarily translate over to the uh, to the varsity athletics. So we're trying to equip it with, uh, you know, your bench presses, your squat racks. Uh, we're going to have 24 platforms in the, in the new gym. So that's stuff where you can do, you know, push jerk, power clean, those Olympic lifts that really help the, the varsity athletes. And even though most of the kids that take the, uh, take the class are varsity athletes, we still do just have some general students that are in there. That are, that are coming in and, and, and trying to work on their fitness a little bit. So it, it'll be a very good teaching center where we'll have room, uh, we'll have projectors in there to, to, to teach the kids, you know, how to lift safely and properly. So it's basically uh, when they came to us and asked what we wanted out of the weight room, we gave them, you know, a list of, you know, 15 or so things. They, they gave us all 15 of the things that we asked for. So we, we couldn't be happier. Uh, the, the only the only thing we're fundraising for is, is some of the extra equipment in there that, that just some of the the bells and whistles to, to top it off. Right, because you can you can probably pour over some of that stuff that's currently in your weight room and over. But you know, since we talked about you're roughly doubling the size of the facility that uh, you've got currently, uh, you, yeah, you need to fill it out with a few more things, don't you? Absolutely, and, and what we are going to do is. The, the equipment we have now is fine, uh, but it, but it's about ten years old. Um, so we're going to trade that in, the you know the eight squat racks and the eight bench presses that we have currently, and then we'll trade that out and get uh, basically all, almost double the amount of stuff back. So that's why we're trying to raise a, a couple extra bucks to make sure again we we get the nicest possible equipment. So for the next ten years, you know those kids that are in third, fourth, fifth grade right now, it'll it'll still be exceptionally nice equipment by the time they get to Harrison. 
I love this fundraiser because one, I, I don't have to run a 5K or anything like that. I, I don't have to. There's no, there's no physical. I don't have to do anything physically, which is great. Uh, the second part of this too is uh, I get to enjoy a show. And third, you don't have to go asking anybody for money or anything like that. You literally just get to come out February 10th to Harrison, and you get to watch some of your uh, favorite people in the Harrison and sports communities just get uh, pretty much dunked on by some really good basketball players. I got the gist of that right, right? Yeah, they and they they are really good basketball players. Again, I, I played against them last time they were in town. Uh, they they're a very interactive bunch. They they go up in the crowd. They mm-hmm. uh, they talk to as many of the kids as they can. But they uh they they do a lot of fun stuff. But they are very very talented athletes. But, well, it's uh sounds like fun for the whole family. Again, it's uh February tenth, correct? Yes, February tenth. It, it's at our high school gymnasium, May Gymnasium. Uh, we should have plenty of parking. We just there's a lot of construction going on here at Harrison, but they did just open up a brand new parking lot uh, over by the football stadium. So parking should not be an issue. And, and then, like I said, hopefully we can uh, fill it up like we did last time. I'm just saying, if you wanted to get embarrassed uh, on the court, you know, you guys just put Sidney Jacobson back out there for a little bit. I mean, she'd probably just put up the same amount of points as these guys would. Uh, she can flat out shoot. There's no question. <laughs> <laughs> so she, she's in our weights class, and every once in a while, if, if they have a, a game that night, they'll go over and go through a, a dynamic warm-up and stretching routine and then uh, shoot a little bit with the gun we have over there. And she, she can fill it up. Her and her brother, they, they can both fill it up. Yeah, no, I want, I want none of that smoke. Uh, I want none of that smoke, that's for sure, uh, because uh, she's <laughs> lights out. Coach Terry Peebles, uh, the Harrison Raiders, again, uh, February 10th. Uh, we'll be talking about it some more as we get a little bit closer to the, uh, to the, to the program. Best of luck with this fundraiser. Very excited for you guys. And, uh, thank you. Big thanks, Coach Peebles. Always love talking with you, buddy. Uh, the, uh, podcast will be brought to you thanks to the athlete. Your specialist in team equipment and uniforms since 1978, selling all the high school awards, jackets, and spirit wear. The athlete also offers game balls, whether it's, uh, football, basketball, baseball, or soccer, volleyballs. All the official sizes for your game of the Athlete 24-24 Teal Row. That'll do it for a uh, abbreviated podcast this week, but uh, we're back and loaded, ready to go next week. Ryan Walden, McCutcheon Athletic Director, will be on with us, plus our Athlete of the Month, Riley Dempywolf, is a going to uh, is going to be on with us as well. She is a McCutcheon Maverick, so uh, we'll get his thoughts on that as well. Uh, that'll be back here next week on the Hammer High School Podcast.